It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. It's a subject often referred to as the Mass of St. Gregory. According to the story, he became aware while he was giving Mass of a woman during the transubstantiation. She was not believing in the transubstantiation. You can't talk about art history without seeing the impact Catholicism has had on art and the impact that art has had on Catholicism. It's time for our monthly art history lesson with Charles and Amanda Shepard from the Fort Wayne Museum of Art. Welcome to our Catholic art history lesson. I'm Kyle Hyman here with Charles and Amanda Shepard from the Fort Wayne Museum of Art, here to explore some more art history. Yeah. We're... Uh, this this painting is, uh, <laughs> is a doozy. I, I can't wait to hear your, well, your deciphering of this. We're, we're going back in time. I know we took a pit stop in the 19th century and have talked about modern art some. We're going back to some late medieval, early Renaissance times. And for our listeners, we're talking 15th, 16th century. And that's before we see figures are still flattened. Proportions aren't quite right. They might even look a little cartoonish, hmm. um, a little comical, at least to our eyes. But they are beginning to be more rounded, more dimension than maybe the the more early medieval work. Okay. So what we're talking about today is a subject that people familiar with St. Gregory the Great, Pope Gregory, they would know the story well. And it's a subject often referred to as the Mass of St. Gregory. And it's been said in his biographies starting around the 8th or ninth century that when he was giving Mass, and for people who are not familiar with our timeline, he lived from 540 to 604, so early church. Okay. According to the story, he became aware while he was giving Mass of a woman during the transubstantiation, she was laughing or, you know, otherwise not believing in the transubstantiation. And because she herself had baked the bread for the sacrament huh. and she couldn't believe that it was actually his body and blood. So okay. Gregory prayed for a sign that she would believe. And according to the story, the host turned into a bleeding finger now, as the centuries went on, that story became conflated with the host turning into the icon of the Man of Sorrows, which is Christ sort of slumped in a um, a coffin or other kind of box on the altar, his head leaning down, and the instruments of his crucifixion are behind him. So in the painting that we're looking at today, which is from the like 1520s, we see Gregory kneeling before the altar, surrounded by popes and cardinals, while the man of sorrows rises from the altar with a crucifix behind him and a reed and other items from his passion. Almost kind of scrapbookish or um, like a like a children's book illustration like a collage of sorts <laughs> like so here, let's put a, this rooster on top of a pedestal and it's kind of a grab bag of yeah <laughs> images it is and we have to remember too that the image was so common it was painted over and over and over okay. and a, a note on the artist 
We don't actually know who the artist is. Huh. So they just attribute it to a gentleman known as the master of the mass of St. Gregory. So he would have been a master of this subject. And he practiced in the workshop of Lucas Cranach, the elder. Huh. Now, he, he also has a sharp eye, this master, because the subject matter was popular prior to this. And the most famous version was done by Dreher almost a decade and a half earlier, 1511. If you were to compare the two images, the master of this has borrowed a lot of the design elements from the Dreher piece into this and then punched them up with his own uh -huh. language, particularly the uh, some of the details on, on the altar, but uh, all our little faces coming out of the, the ethereal cloud, which actually is more like a solid rock than ethereal, I guess. But, uh -huh. So he's given it his own flavor, for sure. But you know, a lot of folks think that he might not have laid it out this way if he hadn't seen the drawer piece first, and the drawer piece was very, very popular. Mm -hmm. Now, so, so Gregory is kneeling in front of the altar, and as you said, you know, Christ rises forth, and then on the behind him is a column and then a rooster is crowing and that symbolizes the cock crowing three times which christ predicted and then we have instruments of torture behind him we have a hammer presumably to nail the nails in there are three nails okay so floating <laughs> okay behind everything there's this floating cloud there's this giant billowing cloud with little pooty cherubim uh angel they're not the cutest angels i've ever no, seen they're they're kind yeah they're <laughs> 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 not not the most beautiful babies um there's even one without a body kind of poking out there okay so there's four or five or six angels and then we see pontius pilate mm -hmm. and he's washing his hands um, but it's just his head just and his, his hands head and, his and, hands the bowl. and the bowl of water. And then Pilate's wife behind him. Oh, okay. Sure. And then Caiaphas above him with the bag of silver. Oh, okay. Okay. And they're, they're looking angrily out from the cloud, not at Christ. Mm. And everybody mm -hmm. else, except for one guy down here, is is looking at Christ. <laughs> He's a little distracted. Yeah. Like, and, what, and, what was that sound behind me? <laughs> That's the lady laughing about the transubstantiation. Well, and, and the woman in front isn't facing Jesus. That's not a woman. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can't make sorry, any assumptions sorry. about okay. this. <laughs> I was thinking maybe she was the one that made the bread. No, okay. no, no. That actually is presumably the donor of the patron of the painting. And then they're huh. kneeling in front of the coats of arms of two German families. And I'm not sure of their role in the painting, okay. but many times in these big commissions, you'd have a donor in exchange, they'd get to be painted into the painting. Uh -huh. So what you see is a woman, <laughs> and maybe the donor was a woman, you never know. Okay. Um, but that person is kneeling down um, with the family coats of arms. I guess now that you say that, it could be George Washington. It could be. I, as I was maybe, <laughs> I could you jump to conclusions <laughs> there. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> And Christ, his arms are raised in peace. He kind of you know. looks like he's also surprising people. Like, hello, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Here I am. I mean, he's, he's smaller than the people. So yeah. mm -hmm. a little jack in the box kind of a yeah. boing. Yep. 
<laughs> Bet you didn't expect to see me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and I'm not dead yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Those are some of the quirks of late medieval art is, again, people don't look real. They look a little cartoonish. They look, you know, muscles are rounded maybe too much. Gregory's mm. head is a gleaming bowling ball. Um, all the other friars' heads are a little too perfectly round. It's an idealism, but it's also a distortion. So while this particular story might have been exaggerated over time, Eucharistic miracles are still happening in modern day that science cannot explain. Right. So there's very likely that something happened. Sure. And just because the story changed over the years doesn't mean it didn't happen. And in fact, paintings of the miraculous mass of St. Gregory were really popular during the Reformation mm. when the real presence was challenged mm -hmm. by the Protestant movement. So it probably was advantageous to show Christ himself coming off the altar than a bleeding finger. You know, it would have been more clear to the viewer that, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an explicit statement rather than a disembodied body part mm -hmm. yeah you can't really miss what they're talking about here <laughs> whereas if it's just the bleeding finger you could not see it right you could not put it all together you know the master was making it very clear here that it was christ coming out of that and that tomb. i also read that devotion to the mass of saint gregory was you know something like fourteen thousand years of indulgences attached to it <laughs> huh. yeah so um it's a really important image in catholic art history one that i wasn't that familiar with that right. i think had a really important function in the 16th century but mm -hmm. not as much today all right i mean it's a little it's a little weird it takes some unpacking and decoding so i can see sure. why to us moderns it's a little like I, almost comical, like especially in the way it's been yeah. Painted. This never happened, right? Yes, right. I know. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting, and the the colors are. I don't. Know, how would you describe it? It's like it's very rich, but it's, it's like a bluish greenish sure, hue to it. It's kind of neat it's, color scape. It's it is. It's a lot of black, gray, olive, but then this piercing red. Right. Yeah, of the rooster, of the book of gospels, of the vestments of mm -hmm. the priests. Yeah. Well, and at that time period, you're going to have a palette in most paintings that's on the darker side. Mm -hmm. In this case, the darker side palette is used, I think, to signify the seriousness of what's going on at the altar and the, the holy men directly in front. And then also it's a great counterfoil to make that the reds and golds snap too because they, they're the only, you know, vivacious colors and they come right out. Right. And so there's the good book and there's the bishop's hat and cloak. It, the best device I think he had going was outside of how he presented Christ showing us the holes in his hands and the bleeding side is that cloud in the drawer piece, which I cited a minute ago as, as probably being a strong influence on this, Drewer's sky was more of a normal sky. And the people that we're referencing here, 
that are floating in this great big massive cloud, swirling massive cloud, uh, were just on land. And I think the master in this case says, you know, I can improve upon that. I can have them swirling and floating right, you know, very close to you and they're popping out of the cloud. That's an effect that in medieval times really caught the viewer's breath. It's a very cool painting and a neat story. I, I've never heard of that, the story of St. Gregory before. So I, I haven't either. People no. check it out. Mm-hmm. So this is painted by Anonymous, known as the Master of the Mass of St. Gregory. Yes. But the painting itself is called the Miraculous Mass of St. Gregory the Great. That is correct. So people can search that out, check it out. I'll also put a link in the podcast notes mm-hmm. so people can see that. I'll, I'll use, I always like to use the artwork as kind of a, the podcast mm-hmm artwork as well so people can yeah, see it excellent all right well thank you so much what's going on here at the museum so uh right now we've got an exhibition of it's called posing beauty in african-american culture so it's going to be mm. depictions of beauty in african-american culture and then coming up in just a few days we're opening up an exhibition of american impressionism it's um about 40 or so paintings from a really prominent collection held by the Huntington Museum of Art of American Impressionists. So Huntington, Indiana? No, <laughs> Huntington, West Virginia. Okay. I was like, I have not heard of this. Well, there could, there could be a wonderful collection of American Impressionists in Huntington, Indiana. I just don't know about it yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so when will that be? That opens September 19th. Okay. Well, people can find more information at FWMOA. Org. Check out social media, FWMOA as well. Thank you so much, Charles and Amanda Shepard. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for having us on. I always learn so much. <laughs> if you'd like to support this show and other great audio programming, go to RedeemerRadio.com and click Donate. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.